And welcome everyone to the Jeanette Byro podcast. I am so thrilled to have you guys here joining in as we dive into the world of expanding consciousness. I am a medium, a channeler, and this podcast is an outlet for me to share messages from the Ascended Masters to light beings to archangels and more. And especially, I love sharing the messages from other people on this planet who are exploring consciousness for themselves and willing to share their experiences so that we can all learn because no experience is the same. So thanks for joining the show. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome everyone to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I am thrilled to have you here and I'm also so thrilled to have a beautiful co-host today. Uh, She's one of the co-hosts at Spirit Coffee Talk. Lisa Richmond is here today to talk about spiritual experiences, some very tangible ones that she's had. We're going to talk about what it's like to connect with goddess energies and the goddess within and all kinds of fun stories. So Lisa, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be back. <laughs> yeah, so much fun. This this is going to be great. So starting off the conversation, mm-hmm. gosh, I mean, there's so many ways we could go, but a question for you would be, how do you, or here, let me rephrase this. When you have a spiritual experience, whether mm-hmm. it be with a goddess, whether it be with a spirit, like we're just talking general spiritual experiences. Yes. What is required by you for it to feel real? Ooh. Right? <laughs> Just jump right in there. <laughs> I know, right, right off the deep end. So essentially for me, when I am in my deepest level spiritual connections, I always feel this enormous kind of white light sense that comes through the top of my head. And that's how... I've been taught by my guides um, that I receive the messages or the connection to spirit, source, God. And essentially what that does is a lot of time, whether I'm in channel or whether I'm just meditating or connecting, it's almost like I move my conscious, like 3D human Lisa mind aside. Mm-hmm. And then I go in kind of through my third eye. And then all of a sudden I can feel it, that the sensations start to move in through the top of my head. And I can feel this light, or this really high vibration kind of come through. And then as it's kind of integrating through my body, my physical body, but also my, my spirit self, then that's when I'm like brought forward. Sometimes I'm even in vision, like brought through what looks like different timelines or, or um, energetic frequencies or codes that, that move me to the direction and where I'm to receive the messages. And mm-hmm. so what's required of me is absolute full um, surrender to the greater good, to the connection of God, to the connection of light source. And that is always filled. I feel that warmth. I feel that connection move through me. And then it's like what shows up is to what I'm receiving. And I have to say, bringing it to the goddesses, is that is the first time that I was really almost like woken up to receiving it was the presence of the goddesses that showed up for me. Mm-hmm. And that felt like this divine connection to 
I would say the feminine, which is for me, is like this very authentic, nurturing connection and this warmth and this home inside of myself. It's like that sensation that you would get when you receive this like warm, authentic, beautiful hug from a mother or a mother source or, or you know, that, that mm-hmm. deep love connection that feels safe and warm. And when the goddesses do connect with me, uh, it's always in such a warm, welcoming and they show themselves and they wrap themselves around me. And it's like, it's like a coming of home kind of essence and feeling. And um, I think that that they started moving through me at an early stage when I didn't even realize what it was until I was able to really connect with that light source energy in which it was that invitation to allow um, this receptivity of this unconditional love, guidance, and movement within the goddess and, and spirit and mm-hmm. divine, you know, That's does that beautiful. make sense? Yeah, it really does. Yeah. It, it really does. And there's similarities in what you're sharing with how I experience it too. So that's, that's neat to hear. Now I wanted to ask you, you brought up surrender and like a moment mm. of surrender and a lot of people struggle with how to surrender. Like what is the process? And, and it's unique to everybody. So I'm really curious what is your process with surrender? Is there like a mantra, a phrase, is a feeling like, how do you it surrender? Is, it is a, it is a feeling for sure. I, um, I can feel the shift in my physical body and my consciousness when there is that full surrender, but essentially getting to the place that I get to now and, and continue to work to, right. It's not, you don't, it's not like a destination that you just receive, but it is, it is a process because it, it requires like vulnerability. And sometimes that can be really, really difficult is to sit down and actually allow yourself to mm, like drop into yourself. And I think what, I find as the the common thread that makes that difficult for people is the ultimate letting go of the mind chatter. Yeah. Because when we quiet down and sit with ourselves, what is the first thing essentially that takes over then is going into your head. Because when we're quiet and we're just sitting here, we're not busy doing things. But then all of a sudden when it's quiet, this takes over and we start thinking about it. And I, I believe that that is the biggest um, restriction for people to fully allow themselves to surrender because of the mind chatter. And when we say move that into your body, really like allow yourself to move into your body and release, the biggest question is how? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? What do you mm-hmm. mean? Because yeah. just take over, right? Yeah, absolutely. And what's the difference between an intuitive hitter, an intuitive knowing and connection, and my my and my thoughts and my mind chatter? What's yeah. the difference? You know, and that's where it's caught up. And honestly, the difference is that it still has that resistancy where you're still sitting in your thoughts and wondering 
about your thoughts. That is when the mind is is dictating, which is is fine, but it is a practice. It's a practice mm-hmm. on how to move that kind of um, sensation even down into your body. And I give people um, tangible examples to be able to, when they have the chatter come in, almost like personify it and be like, okay, thought system. Yeah, I know this is a quiet time, so you feel like it's time to show up. But I tell people, white page it. So it's almost like you visualize your thoughts as actual like stacking of things and you visualize yourself like clearing it out, white paging it, clearing mm-hmm. off the shelf, what it would look like, clearing off the shelf or painting your canvas white. And so that you can use your breath in order to have that white, white page sensation mm-hmm. and then visualize through breath that you can actually bring that energy down and feel yourself actually getting heavier into your seat. And it's not like, okay, through this now, pull through channel from spirit or guides or whatever. But it's it's that alone, moving it through your body and integrating that sensation through all your cells by white paging it and allowing breath and, you know, visualizing white light or pink light or sparkly kind of like water moving through your body actually allows and it's measured it's measurable your whole system to just come down a sec to just relax and let you kind of integrate everything in a cellular way in order for you to be able to sit with yourself and Mm -hmm. that's step one right Mm -hmm. that's step one because that's actually allowing yourself to be vulnerable and sit with yourself versus Mm -hmm. Just, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I like that white paging it idea. What about you? I'm yeah. curious. Oh, find, it works. Yeah, the white paging idea. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. I've always written it out. Like when I, back in the day, especially when my mind chatter would get the best of me often, I don't have to do it much anymore, but I would have a pen, a pen and paper with me. And I would, you know, if my mind started going, I would open my eyes, write down all the thoughts ever needed. They're right there. And then I wouldn't have to stress that I would forget it because they're literally on my lap. And so I would get them out and I'd go back in. And if more came out, I would stop, open my eyes, write them down. They're right there. Don't need to think about them. And I would go back in. And it allowed me to start to kind of like quiet the mind, give it space to be heard but then allow myself Mm -hmm. to surrender in. And then the surrender would finally Mm -hmm. start to feel like a relaxing of the body and then of the mind. Yes. Yeah. That's a beautiful, beautiful, um, like tangible thing that people can actually do to, to practice. But again, like don't be discouraged because it's a practice. And also it's for me, it's the time of day too. Like I know just like anything else, when do I learn the best or when do I sleep the best or when am I, it's when can, when is it the best time for me to be able to drop into myself? When can I create those times in the day that I'm the best at receiving it Mm -hmm. and I'm able to. And so lots of times it's the morning. Like a lot of people have their morning routine of being able to sit and meditate or whatever it might be for me it's like 
definitely morning time, evening time, like a little spot in the afternoon time. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I have my meditation spots, but then there's certain times when I know that I need a different type of tuning in or cleansing or, and that's like in the tub Mm -hmm. or like a shower is different, right? Or laying in my bed and under the blankets, that's a different time. But those are all like times in which I can honor myself and connect to that source. Because for me, I've now found that that connection to source is actually my life force. Mm -hmm. That is my life force energy. And when I'm feeling low or when I'm feeling um, relatively pulled in the third dimension, the 3D world, human stuff, I say, oh, you know, my life force energy is getting low. I need to mm-hmm. recharge that. And that is through my connection mm-hmm. with spirit. And ultimately, goddess energy is the the depths of the fire that lies within my life force energy, like deep within. That's the ignition. That's the power. Yeah. Okay, so so now that you've kind of shared how... <clears throat> to surrender and how to feel that experience and stuff. I want to go more to the goddess, the goddess energy, because, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, we're not saying that one is better than the other. This is not a, a feminist statement here. Um, this is like an energetic thing. And the goddess seems to be very present with both of us um, in many forms, because I know you've brought through many different goddesses as of I what was it like for you the first time you connected to the goddess energy specific and was there a specific one? Like who was the introduction one for you? Okay, so this is interesting because looking back, like I've always thought there's the, the significant like awakening to the goddess. But looking back, I mean, it's been with me forever. That's been my guiding force. You know what I mean? Like I look back at when I was like a little, little girl and Mother Mary appeared to me all the time. She was kind of, Mother Mary has always been my guiding force as a mama. She's mm-hmm. always been that protective, loving um, uh, energy that's been around me since I was a little girl. And I always had so much faith in her. And like, just like, it's like that knowing where you have that strong person in your life kind of thing Mm -hmm. where you know no matter what there's nothing you can do that would ever be judged or anything it was just this overwhelming mothering energy that was with me all the time and I remember I was I was raised super 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 Catholic and I um always connected with Mary like whenever there would be something about Mary or to pray or anything, it's like, and I'm not saying one's better than the other. I just always prayed to Mary because mm-hmm. I knew she, like I felt her and she would be with me. And I didn't know that not everybody could sit there and feel Mary wrap her arms around you. Like I was like, oh yeah, well, of course this is where we go to pray because this is the woman that comes and takes care of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, um, obviously stuff goes on and and you continue to live your life and and that was all quieted but then coming back into it was when I started having kids 
and I could feel the guidance of the um, the women around me. And I started having these visions of, you know, way back in, in old lifetimes when I would be sitting in the red tent with, with the women and, and how the goddess energy was so strong in old communities of women back in the day. And that just felt so natural to me. I just felt like, why aren't we connecting with our women but I felt that sense because I did in this kind of energetic connection to the women that would show up in, in my goddesses, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I was always drawn towards the, you know, retreats or communities where the goddess energy was really present because these other individuals were so used to working with this goddess energy that it was also their life force. So it connected us in a different way. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not necessarily like for those of you who are listening, it's not necessarily that every single time an, an actual goddess would show up and stand beside. Sometimes, yes, for sure. Yeah. But it was more of that sensation and that knowing and that divine, like I said, my power source, that when something would come up, I knew what to do. It was like that sensation of like, put my cape on and the hood like in Avalon and I would go mm-hmm. into that high priestess mode. It was very similar to the energy of the high priestess, right? That same kind of always connected to the moon. I learned yoga and how to teach yoga for women's bodies specifically and Luna yoga. And we followed the moon phases and it's like my body just knew what to do with the cycle of the moon, which I mean, women, like you look at it, our systems are aligned with, with the cycles of the moon. Mm -hmm. And we have been disconnected from that through all the years of the, you know, the disconnect from our natural connection to that divine feminine and the healer of, you know, the women in the community and that, like, that inner knowing, that true, like, when I, like, click into my internal knowing, my highest intuitive knowing, it's that of the priestess, it is that of the goddess, where we come together and we know what to do, how to Mm -hmm. stand forward. And so, um, going through health stuff at a younger age, I had a lot of goddesses around me to help with the healing. And then, um, Diana was the goddess. She is, um, (laughs) she's an amazing goddess. She's a moon goddess who came in and she is that of a protector of um, animals. She is a protector of children and of um, like painless childbirth. She's supposed to be associated with. And she came in with me a lot while I went through the ups and downs of trying to get pregnant and having different like stuff that I went through with the, with the having babies cycle. But I had her card, the Diana card pinned up on the wall of the room every baby that was born she was there right Mm -hmm. and I could feel her there she was there she helped she and so then finally I got her tattooed on my arm and there's a giant Diana tattoo on my arm because there is almost like this sister energy when she shows up because it's like that's my soul came into this experience with the connection to her where we were to do things in this life together and that I can, mm-hmm. you know, so I know that not everybody kind of has that same connection with goddesses or spirits. But for me, it's like, like I said, it's that knowing and that connection to that life force within me 
that I, I can feel it. I can feel the energy of the goddess come in and I just know what to do for different things. Mary continues Mm -hmm. to come in. Mary Magdalene is an unbelievable goddess that comes in with such strength and vitality and her ability to help, um, women specifically on being their authentic, strong self and not hiding behind who they actually are and their power. It's like, no, I'm not stepping down from my knowing, right? So yeah. even if you don't associate it with necessarily a goddess, there's certain energies that we can carry that come through with the help of a guide. And for me, it is the help of my goddess team, you know? Right. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I really like that you kind of always had this knowing or this connection, right? Like started with Mary, like you said, because... I had a very opposite experience where I didn't really start to connect to the goddess energy until about maybe 12 years ago, 12, 12-ish years ago. And because for me, when I first started opening up to spirit, it was very masculine guides. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a lot of the connections to the different ascender, uh, ascenders, ascended masters. I've been watching too many mm-hmm. Avengers movies lately. the ascenders no (laughs) the ascended masters were usually masculine Mm -hmm. and my guides that were coming through were masculine and Mm -hmm. my lifetime guide was a male and I took a lot of comfort in that and I didn't connect into the the goddess energy and not that there was a lack there it just was what it was but I remember when the goddess energy started to come in Mm -hmm. that was very significant and for me, it did start to come in in connection to having my babies and the energy of it and sitting in circle with the goddess energies in, in the astral realm and having different ones come forward and the teachings that were brought forward. And like you said, that hug, that that returning to home, that communion with that energy is something else. I have to say there's yeah. something very significant to the goddess energy. And I think uh, regardless of what gender you identify as in this lifetime, the goddess energy is a strong unit that can, oh, yeah. that anyone can connect to at any point for any reasons. And when it happens, when it awakens you, it is something else. I find it is something that moves through my being. And it's it's even hard to articulate. Yeah, it's like it's this life force within you that guides you and and moves you in such an authentic, natural way. Yeah. So for people wanting to connect in with their goddess energy or people that are listening and are like, ah, I want to connect in too, or I want to deepen my connection. What would you say would be like a step one? Hmm. Well, a way that... um, I've always kind of been able to connect into it is almost like creating a, um, like a coming together of sorts. So if you have a meditation practice, let's say, or, um, a mindfulness practice, or even when you're sitting in the tub or you're having that moment of connection with self, that's where we'd start, right? Like, just like we were talking about coming into yourself and, and, quieting the mind and and really moving into your body so that you can feel embodied you can feel connected to your own source and then what um I've led people to do to be able to kind of connect to this energy is you can either place your hand on your heart and 
like your womb space. Now, again, I used to teach classes where men would come in and clearly they don't have a womb and never did. But I'm talking about a womb space, just like a heart space. And the womb space is that of like that creation nature. And men can absolutely connect into that same energetic force. So it's like you kind of put it over your second chakra kind of area, like right under your belly button. And then your heart space. And as you're moving into your body, you can just feel yourself connect into what is that divine creative energy, right? So you don't even have to call it your feminine source. It's that that place of creation. Mm -hmm. And I call forward the energy of the goddesses and that community of that energetic creation to surround me with love. And to feel that I am supported and surrounded with unconditional love and acceptance and knowing. And then it's almost like you feel this like link or these hands being held all around you. And sometimes I wrap myself in pink light or whatever, whatever kind of comes up for you. But then it allows you to connect into not only your own internal creative energy and creative nature, but the energy of being held with a space that holds no judgment, no expectation, right? There's, there's, you don't even need to get specific answers. It's just an energy of being held. Because what that does is that reinforces your own body's knowing that you have the tools, you are enough, you have that own life force energy that you came in and chose this body to take you through this life in. Almost like energetically you're being told as a small child that you have every opportunity in this life to do and be anything and everything because it's all available to you. So it's like that that strong force of nurturing that comes around you. And I mean, that can happen within five minutes and you can get up and leave and feel this, that, you know, almost like a sense restoration, like where you've completely restored your energetic body to feel that it has been nurtured. Mm-hmm. because sometimes that is just the energetic upcharge that we need to click into our creative force of who we are in humanity. You know? Yeah, that's beautiful. I agree. I, yeah. agree. I feel so moved by it. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I feel it too right now. Well, I really I do. Love our exchange of um, goddess energy that we've been through. I mean, that's yeah. how you and I came together. Yeah, it's, it's true. Through the goddess. It's the true. goddesses came and got us and brought us together. Well, do you remember, and I, I want to share this, when we first met, the first time we met was at this yoga event. It was just yoga, mm-hmm. yoga class. And I came with somebody else and you were there with somebody else. And I remember looking across the room at you and being like, Oh my God, I know her. And I, I don't know her. I don't do I that. Like now I do. You. <laughs> it was so funny. I know. I was like, why do I know her? It was so weird. And then after when um, our mutual friend introduced us, we both like couldn't help but say like, I know you from somewhere. Yeah. Where do I know you? And you're I like, no, oh it was God. like, we just <laughs> couldn't get enough. We're like, hey. Did you, did you, did you feel it? Did you feel our souls dance together during Shavasana? <laughs> 
Totally. And it was so true. And, and I really do believe it was that goddess element within us that literally was dancing in the mm-hmm. ethers when we were in the same room. Yeah. And we all carry a goddess element. Yeah. We really do. We all carry this sacred feminine el- element within all of us. And so we can look to the goddess energies for insight and information, but I think we can also look within our own goddess energy in the heart space, in the womb space for our own yes. insights and information. Yes. And another way that you can do this too is that the goddess, let's say like of creation, a creative energy, um, Mother Gaia, Earth's yeah. energy holds that same type of frequency. So if um, if it makes it easier for some to connect to that energy is connecting to the earth energy, right? It's a beautiful way. Held by mother earth and like feeling her energy come up and wrap around you like a hug so that she's saying like, you are here with me and I am supporting you. Like mm-hmm. I, she's literally supporting you in the ground that you walk on. Yes. And so th- that energy permeates everywhere that we go. And I really feel now, especially how much people could use that energy of support and nurturing, Mm -hmm. right? Like we don't have to be in the energy of do, go, do, go, survive, survive, survive. I get it. I know how that feels. Mm -hmm. But in that act of doing and like, well, I got to do this. I have to get through the day. I have to support my family. I have to keep them safe and all the rest. We are currently in such a state of survival mode that we move aside any of that sense of nurturing, let alone the physical nurturing that we might get from a partner. But still, I don't care how old you are, we still need to be nurtured. We still need that nurturance. And for me, I get the most nurturance and this unconditional love from that mothering source, Mm -hmm. that energy. And when I say mothering, my guys are like, that can be triggering for some people because the mothering energy might not be very nurturing for some. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. So let's say that nurturing energy in which we all require is available to every single one of us if we allow to receive it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and for those that are really desiring to connect with a specific goddess as well, I would really recommend that people read up on different goddesses, Google them, Definitely. see which one do you align with, which one kind of connects or pulls something within you, like, Definitely. and then connect into that, allow that to be your, your focal point when you tune mm-hmm. in. Um, there is no wrong. And sometimes the, several goddesses will move through you. It might not just yes. be one or maybe one forevermore, but take the liberty of learning and reading about all of them and see what resonates. So I started by learning about the goddesses with Doreen Virtue's Goddess Guidance Oracle Cards. So this is the book and then the Oracle Cards and you go through and there's messages with it, but then you read about the goddesses too. And it's a really um, beautiful way to connect with a lot of the goddesses that show up frequently. And I have to mention before we go that it's not always, you know, Mother Mary or that divine um, softness that lies within the goddess either. Because I have my friend Callie Mm -hmm. that shows up 
And I'll tell you, it's not that Callie isn't the like divine, amazing goddess. She is, but she's like my divine badass goddess. Yeah. She's the one that I connect to. If I know that I'm in the middle of it, like I'm in the middle of it and I need some armor and I need to get through, I don't have to transform into approaching things in a masculine way. I can embrace my like strength in my womanhood as well. And I call upon Kelly to get me through some of the, mm-hmm. the, the dirtier situations, right? Yes. Because we have all those aspects within ourselves, male or female, right? And when I connect to my inner Kelly, I know that that's a bit of a vixen. She has a lot to say and she needs to be heard. And it's not fighting for your voice, but it is like commanding this presence of self to be Mm -hmm. able to step into your power and know exactly what you need. And so Callie, you can call upon her to be like, I need this strength. I need to get into these shoes and march my way down. And it's like you zone in on your power and you know, it's there. You're not fighting for the power. You are like embodying it. Right. So they all have different frequencies, but they're all so important. Yes. So that, yeah, that's such a good point. I'm really glad you brought that up. Uh, now, in closing, okay. can you, do you have the cards near you? Yeah. You want to pull a card for everybody? Yeah. Like which goddess energy is really kind of coming front and center yes. for everybody okay. listening right now? Hmm. Should I narrate this like a hockey game? Lisa's yeah. in the deck. She's got one part, <laughs> one card popping up the front. Oh, this is interesting. I'm wondering if this is specifically for me, but <laughs> so have you have you um been familiar with Damara? No, I don't know that goddess. Damara is the one who helps guide children. Ah, interesting. So it's this is specifically helping counseling, healing children, using um your skills to help children. But Damara is that of okay, so this is really strong because I feel like a lot of the uh, theme that has come forward with this is actually the nurturance of not only our children and the and the children coming up in this world, but actually two things: um, healing our inner child. So mm-hmm. Damara can help to guide through. So when you go into meditation or that physical representation of yourself, you can sometimes. This is why they kept showing me this. Um, like feel like you have yourself as a child and she just she or he crawls into your lap and you hold them like you needed to be held like sometimes when we're in this go mode our inner child which is our most authentic part of self needs to be held and nurtured and this is why I keep talking about it but Damara helps us to step in and nurture the the child within us the way that we needed it and maybe didn't get it or maybe we did but we still need it you know and so that visual of having ourselves as the child crawl into our lap and we hold and maybe rock them and tell them how much we love them and how safe they are so guiding that inner child within you and also allowing to see how our children are guiding us because mm-hmm. there's a lot of beautiful knowledge that has come into this world that is held within these 
amazing souls that are children and, and seeing the lightness and the beauty that lies within the children to help us. So this is about allowing ourselves to step into our nurturing sense to take care of us and our inner child, and then be able to receive the gifts and the knowledge of the children around us. Mm, that makes so that so childlike, much sense. that childlike yeah. energy, because that depth of feeling of the, the, the stressors that are happening right now, they're really, really strong. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I think that this is allowing us to, like we said, white page it, come into ourselves, going to our most authentic selves that is quite, quite often represented by the child and just love the hell out of them. You know, I love it. I love that. Okay. Well, on that note, um, we're going to wrap this up and Lisa, thank you so much for these insights, thank the information, you for me. uh, your beautiful channel to that goddess energy. I know I could feel it the whole time we were talking. And so I know everybody listening will be feeling nurtured and loved and supported. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for checking out the show and I will see you all next week. Have a good one.